Waiting all day for a Wednesday night, football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen. Eagles go back to work. The big question, uh, did Gardner Minshew get snaps with the first team today? Is Jalen limping at practice? And what's the real story uh, after today, Johnny Mac? Um, you know, I was a little bit surprised, actually, Krause. The Eagles didn't play any games uh, this week when it came to really Jalen Hurts or uh, Jason Kelsey. Um, they both talked to the media. Um, they both <clears throat> said they're going to play, essentially. Um, the Eagles had a walkthrough practice. They've done that now for three consecutive weeks on Wednesdays, so – not a lot of work from uh, a standpoint of uh, heavy duress on your body, so to speak. So when it comes to Jalen Hurts, you know, the thought process is the Eagles are getting him ready to play, but they've mentioned they need to have a contingency plan just in case. I can tell you, because it was a walkthrough, we get very limited access. Basically, all we were able to see is the players walking into the practice bubble. Um, Jalen was limping a little bit. He's clearly not 100%. He admitted he's dealing with something, uh, but it's not going to be a big deal from his perspective, uh, and he's going to try to play the game. So, uh, And in his mind, in Nick Sirianni's mind, who also said essentially he's playing, he's playing. So no gamesmanship, no uh, hedging. Um, unless something happens in practice Thursday and Friday, uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be the starting quarterback on Sunday. Well, I know that you have always answered this, the question the same way. The starter gets 100% of the snaps at practice. That's the process. If Gardner is potentially at least in a, getting in a position to be an emergency duty, if he's not going to play and come in. And if you listen to Shane Steichen's comments on coordinator day, um, Gardner's at least looking at the playbook a little bit more. Does that mean John, Johnny Mack that he did get a little bit of, he did get some reps in the walkthrough or, or, or not? Well, we don't know right uh, yet because uh, Nick uh, spoke before uh, the practice. So we'll know more as things go along. Thursday, they'll be on uh, the practice field, presumably. So we'll get to see a little bit more. Uh, Friday is obviously the next time we'll get to talk to Nick Sirianni. I can tell you, I, I asked that question of Nick Sirianni this morning, and he kind of answered it in a rhetorical question. And he said, will Jalen take every rep this week? I don't know how that's going to play itself out yet. So that part, they are sort of hedging. Um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes throughout the week. Um, I do expect to Gar Gardner Minshew to get a little bit more work than he typically gets, um, is what I expect, what the Eagles have intimated. Um, and that's as a contingency plan, because 
you, you do have to have a contingency plan, but Jalen's going to take the vast majority of the first team reps. And um, for the first time in a long time, he's probably not going to take every single one of them. Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen. The team goes back to work. It is a football Wednesday. They, of course, go back up uh, to uh, MetLife. They get the team in green instead of, uh, you know, instead of the team in blue, but they're playing in the same building. It'll just look a little bit different. It is yeah, the same. Yeah, they change it. They change <laughs> it from blue to green, just from, like that, like just, magic. Yes, they will. Um, uh, John, what – what will they see when they get there? What is this Jets strength if one can be identified? Who at this point will be the starting quarterback? Is it Zach Wilson who started a week ago because I think his Flacco was on the COVID list? And so who's going to play? Uh, it is going to be Zach Wilson, and obviously they've had a lot of issues for a lot of reasons at, at the quarterback position. One, you know, Zach Wilson as a rookie, obviously you have to deal with that. Um, injured his knee, had to be out for a while. Mike White um, came in, had that one big game. Then he had a big interception game. That's kind of what happens to young quarterbacks. Joe Flacco, who they obviously reacquired from the Eagles, played a game. Uh, White remains on the COVID list. Flacco was a close contact at one point. Um, Josh Johnson had to play for the Jets. So they, they've had to play four different quarterbacks. Uh, but they're back to Zach Wilson. He is healthy. He is going to play. And look, that's, you know, that's the quarterback the Eagles like the most. In the draft in 2021, um, that's the player when you go all the way back to when the Eagles started at, I think it was number six, if memory serves, um, before they went back and then they went back up. Um, if they thought they had a chance at Zach Wilson, uh, probably would have changed their thinking, uh, but they knew relatively early. Uh, that there was going to be a firewall between them and that particular quarterback. So it's a player the Eagles really, really liked. And from that standpoint, it's going to be interesting to see him. We got to see him over the summer, obviously, uh, when the Eagles and Jets had uh, joint practices up in Florham Park. And he did. I mean, he's he's got a lot of arm talent, as they like to say in the NFL. He can throw the football. You, you can see it. I saw it when we were up for those joint practices. He, he's, he's sort of got some Justin Herbert when it comes to, to slinging the football. But there's a lot more to it than just that. And he's a young quarterback trying to feel his way. Yeah, his body of work from – or his most recent body of work would have been last week's game, which – there wasn't much there or there's not much to see. Well, it's not a good team right now. And, you know, anytime you look at what's going on with Trevor Lawrence in, in Jacksonville as well. Um, you know, he was the number one pick 
Uh, Zach Wilson was the number two pick. Um, when that happens, usually, um, unless somebody trades into that position, um, you're going to a bad football team. And Zach Wilson went to a bad football team. And you're seeing some of the growing pains, not only with a young quarterback, and uh, but also, uh, you know, rebuilding that roster around him. You've seen some highs. He threw for almost, you know, his best game was probably against Tennessee. Um, I think he hit 300. If not, he was right around there. Had a couple touchdowns. His worst game was probably um, um, very early in the season. He had a four-interception game. Um, so you, you, that was against the Patriots and, uh, Bill Belichick and, you know, Bill Belichick against young quarterbacks, that's almost not fair. Um, and it proved to be not fair. Um, by the way, you know, what, a, what an unbelievable job he's doing right now, but that's for a conversation for, yeah, you, well, you know, for another, best, for another best coach time. That wow. ever, best coach that ever lived, to be honest. Um, and I say that all the time. Uh, They're sort of like the Eagles when it comes to um, skill position players. Uh, They don't have enough. Uh, Elijah Moore is a rookie, fellow rookie. He was the Jets' second-round pick. He looks like he's got a chance to be an explosive player. Corey Davis is somebody they signed as a free agent. Uh, He's hurt. Jamison Crowder, people probably remember him from Washington. So, not great. Um, the offensive line, they had two first-round picks. Uh, one of them is Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, you know, he was another player the Eagles had interest in. Uh, I think he's going to be a really good player. But, again, it takes some time. And they also have Morgan Moses. You might remember him from Washington as the right tackle. Uh, but that's about it. And, you know, it's still a work in progress. Defensively, they probably have a little bit more talent. Uh, Quentin Williams is a really good player up front. Shane Steichen mentioned him uh, yesterday. Uh, but they've had some C.J. Mosley also mentioned, who's uh, been a great linebacker in this league for a long time now. A uh, lot of injuries, though, in the secondary. So much so that our old friend Elijah Riley is is on the Jets. Uh, got signed off the Eagles practice squad, and he's starting uh, already, coming directly from the Eagles practice squad. So they have a lot of um, injury problems in the secondary. But you ask yourself, can the Eagles take advantage of that? We saw it in San Francisco early in the season. Eagles are not equipped to throw the football a lot, so – I don't know how much that's going to hurt the Jets. Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen. Uh, make stateside vodka uh, your part of your holiday plans. Go to statesidevodka.com. Use the keyword Jacob. Get 15% off of the vodka soda. Order now. Cases will soon move into the limited status. Uh, that's how much vodka soda uh, stateside vodka anticipate selling for 
the holidays. This is Football 24-7 on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Don't forget to like, share, and as always, if you're new to the channel, uh, please subscribe and stay with us on this crazy ride um, that now leads us into another must-win for, for this football team, or are we starting to now feel differently about where they are? You know, you talk about peaks and valleys, John. You know, you went in, you started in a real valley, <clears throat> and then there was this peak where they put together a string of W's, and the whole mindset, the whole narrative, talk about changing a narrative, the whole narrative flipped. And then all of a sudden, Dallas lost on Thanksgiving Day, and whew, we were within sniffing the Mendoza line, getting back to six and six and setting our sights on all of these division games coming up on the schedule. Now it doesn't feel like that anymore with one <laughs> loss to the Giants. Yeah. Now you got people talking about Russell Wilson, um, uh, somebody, I, I forget who it was, but, it was either Adam Schefter or Chris Mortensen brought up Russell Wilson. It's funny how that changes so quickly um, with the Eagles. Uh, look, I, I told you, don't get too excited. Um, Dallas is a better football team than the Eagles right now. Um, now the Cowboys are having some, they're having more issues. They got to play Thursday again. Their whole coaching staff is COVID destroyed to the point they're bringing in Ben McAdoo, who's a consultant. He's going to be doing some coaches, coaching, because they need him on the field. But when they're healthy and, and ready to go and they have Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb, I mean, they're just, they're just better. So, you know, from the Eagles' perspective, it was always about, you know, getting that last playoff spot in the NFC. That's still very viable. Right now, it's the Washington football team. It's a half game ahead of the Eagles, five and six versus five and seven, and they play each other twice. So, I mean, they're going to be really, really important games. Obviously, it wasn't good to lose to the New York Giants. That's that's evident, especially uh, a team coming on. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlay, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. 
firing their offensive coordinator. We talked about it all last week. They were on a short week. Holiday on top of it. Eagles didn't bring their A game. Here they are against another team, another New York Jets team, uh, New York team with the Jets. And, you know, the Jets are, as I said, rebuilding with a very young quarterback. A lot of their best players uh, are gone on injured reserve. Carl Lawson was, you know, going to be their best pass rusher. He's gone for the season. Marcus Mays, their best uh, defensive player overall, probably he's gone for the season. Uh, Mackay Becton, their big left tackle, has got a lot of talent. He's gone. Um, same as I said last week, you got to take advantage of these situations. Um, and, and I, I whew, you want to lose to the Giants and the Jets back to back? That would be bad. That would be really bad. So they better find a way to get this get this W. You know, it's funny. We talk about the draft and where it stands because the Eagles had three picks. You know, right now the top ten of the draft projects to be all Jersey Turnpike teams. The Jets have two picks in the top ten. The Giants have two picks in the top ten. And then the Eagles would have two picks in the top ten. So – you know, these are a couple bad football teams the Eagles should be beating. They lost to one. They can't lose to the other. Can't lose on Sunday. That is uh, for sure. Offensive line, uh, Johnny Mack, Jason Kelsey. Um, man, you just got to love Jason Kelsey, uh, <laughs> you, you know, for who he is, what he does, how he conducts himself, and his grit to play, I just think is, I just think is amazing. You know, he will play uh, yeah, on, su- play. on, on yeah. Sunday. And what yeah. what was the extent of the injury last week? Well, he 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 described it and it, how he described it is someone uh, uh, fell on his knee. Um, because of the knee injury, he said his quad couldn't fire off and he felt he couldn't protect himself. Um, and that's why I had to leave the game. Um, they tried a lot of different things. They tried to tape it up. It wasn't working at first. Tried some soft tissue exercises to get it firing again is how he described it. Um, when he came back after halftime, he kept doing the exercises, and, and at some point he started to feel uh, the knee was stable and he was able to go out there and, and play. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a tough guy. And it was funny because he kept getting questions about being a tough guy. And, you know, he's like, to him, it's second nature. And he's getting asked what, what defines a tough guy. Nick Sirianni called him the toughest offensive lineman he's ever seen. Um, you know, and like a typical tough guy, he just, you know, that's eh, just what you do. And that's his mentality. And, you know, I was telling uh, Jody a story this morning. I'll say it again. I, you know, I got to meet Mick Tinglehoff, who's a Hall of, was a Hall of Fame center, unfortunately passed just recently, past year or two. Um, He played 240 straight games. Uh, 
during his career. Jason's at, at 118. And I, I thought it was a great story uh, because his backup, and I'm talking about mixed backup, uh, a guy by the name of Godfrey uh, Zonbrecker, a strange name, but um, he got asked, you know, he, he called himself the third string center. And uh, the reporter said, what do you mean third string? Your second string. And he said, no, Tinglehoff is the starter. Tinglehoff hurt his second string because <laughs> yeah, he's always right. playing. Yeah, right, good story. And he's third, and he's third string. And that kind of reminds me of Jason Kelsey. You know, he's going to play. He's going to play. That's the longest he's been out. I think he missed 31 snaps. Now, you know, I go back to last year when I thought his season was over with the hyperextended elbow. He got hurt um, one play before halftime you thought his season was over he showed up in the second half he couldn't even lift his arm and he finished the game um this time it was a little bit more uh he got a little rested and blowout in detroit but that was only because they were winning by so much he took about i think 14 snaps off so for him not to be out there it's something but he's gonna fight through it and it, it's pretty amazing to, to watch it each and every week. Johnny Mack, let me ask you about going into this game. One of the thought I wanted to get from you uh, on this edition of Football 24-7 um, is the responsibility of Nick Sirianni uh, in last week's loss. You know, how do you define that statement in terms of what did you think was Nick's deficiencies uh, in that game? Um, and, and, and then um, how, based on that answer, do you project what we'll see uh, on Sunday? It happens to be the Jets who are the next opponent, but I don't really know if that matters. What are we going to see from Nick Sirianni? Well, I, I you know, I don't think he came out with a terrible game plan or anything of that nature. The Eagles ran for 200 yards. Um, but did they run for most of that in the second half, John? Well, I I mean, he, he was trying to get the passing game going. And we had an interesting discussion with Nick today about, um, you know, trying to win on Sundays versus uh, the future and, you know, his answer, typical stock answer, the only goal is to win on game day. But, you know, that's not necessarily true. That's a little bit of a coach speak. And you could see him trying to evolve the offense, trying to get a little bit more balance because that's the goal. You know, when people are saying you pass too much, they say we want balance. Well, there's no balance in the Eagles offense when they're running it uh, three quarters of the time and Jalen Hurts is passing it 14, 15 times, there's no balance either. He's trying to get back to where this is a team that can, that can hurt you in both phases. And then maybe you're really cooking with something. It didn't work. Didn't work. Jalen had a really poor game. Um, Didn't have his, Typical accuracy, which is not great to begin with, to be honest. Turned the football over, which he had not been doing. 
that was really besides the the running game the most positive part of Jalen Hurts's um evolution had been his protection of the football that kind of went away with the three turnovers then you had Boston Scott fumbling the football look i i i often talk about and you heard me say this numerous times crossy look you can win running the football you can, you can win a lot of different ways on a particular game day in the NFL what it does though is you have a smaller margin of error and you saw that margin of error look they were going down the field when Boston Scott fumbled <clears throat> it's going the other way they were in the end zone in in the end zone when Nate Herbig got called for holding. That's that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Either of those, you leave the touchdown on the board or you continue to drive and simply run it down the Giants' throats. Game's over, Eagles win. They didn't do it. They didn't accomplish it. So when then you're behind the football, then you're behind in the football game. There's a minute 20 left. The defense does their job. You get a bad punt. But you got to go. You got to throw the football. You got to throw the football to win the game. And to Jalen Hurts' credit, he put two throws on Jalen Rager's fingertips, so to speak. And the receiver couldn't catch him. So I, I I can't blame Nick Sirianni for personnel deficiencies or guys not executing. I know everybody wants to kill the game plan. He's trying to evolve this offense, trying to evolve this offense. And did it lose them a football game? Maybe. Maybe they could have run the football 60 times and won the game. Because that's how bad the Giants were. <clears throat> Long term, that's not going to do much for you. Well, one game at a time. Yeah. But then when you play, that that's what I think, you know, the assumption that you can just abandon the passing game in the modern NFL. And then when you need it, it's going to be there in the next week or the next week or whenever you're facing a good football team that can score some points, it's not going to be there. It's not going to be there if you put it in the closet, if you put it in mothballs and then say, oh, we got to throw the ball. It's not going to be there. That's why you try to evolve it each week. <clears throat> Quick thought, last thought, and then I'll let you go here on a Wednesday night. If Deshaun Watson were the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles with this receiving core. Yeah, they'd be in the playoffs. They'd be in the playoffs. Meaning what? They would have won one more game. They would have won a, a dip, two more games. What? I mean, you've got, you, you still have Rager. Still you, still, holes, you still have they, Rager. They you would, still have they would, they would be, and again, you know, they would be – there's so many uh, curveballs thrown at you in the COVID era. 
Like to me, the Cowboys would be a Super Bowl contender if they didn't have any COVID issues. If Amari Cooper was out there, CD Lamb was out there, everybody was out there. Um, if they have their normal contingent, so you don't know what's going to happen. But it, if you're telling me Deshaun Watson, that the, the quarterback of this team from week one, we're at 12 games, they're five and seven. They're probably in the eight-win range, I would say, with Deshaun Watson playing quarterback. Now, Deshaun Watson, at the height of his career, remember, you're talking about somebody who hasn't played now for a very long time. So this is all in a vacuum, no legal issues. The same player that was playing in Houston before all this started, Eagles are a playoff team and, you know, it's not like Washington's a playoff team where you're on the the cusp. They're one of the better teams in the NFC, probably not at the level of Green Bay or Tampa Bay, but right underneath that. I'll let the audience and the viewers uh, ponder that final discussion here on Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen, presented by Stateside Vodka. Jets on Sunday, into the bye week. Everybody knows on Thursday nights, if you're from the Philadelphia region, on Thursday nights we do our special countdown to kickoff live from a great sports bar in King of Prussia called Screwballs. And since you confirmed before we started the broadcast tonight, <laughs> only, only, Mac, if there's, only if there's stateside vodka. Uh, I'm putting for. it out there, not for tomorrow night, but because of the bye week, a week from tomorrow night, Johnny Mac, live in person at Screwballs in King of Prussia. I'll send the limo over if necessary to get you out on a Thursday night. Should be yeah. a lot of fun. And we'll get Jody out there uh, as well. Good stuff, Johnny Mac. Appreciate it. Uh, again, thanks to everybody tuning in. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Are you back on Birds 365 tomorrow, Johnny? I am. I am back on uh, Birds 365. So, uh, yeah, Jody and, and, and Johnny Mac back together again. All right. We'll get some good conversation tomorrow, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Good night, everyone. Thanks, Johnny Mac. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc